There, finally. There we go. There we go. Ah, we've we've made it, despite Hello? despite the best efforts of uh, of Anchor. Although now they know exact my exact location. You know, some days, some days. I, I was talking about this with a work colleague recently. I was like, some days technology is telling us just hang it up and go home. Like try again tomorrow. <laughs> and then sometimes you power through and you just are more frustrated. Oh. And rapidly more inebriated. That's not true. <laughs> you know, I was already, my baseline frustration was already pretty high today. I'm not going to yes. lie. Fr- frustration level was, has, has been high. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Um, so I guess. I, I Welcome guess to House of Nerd. We, yeah, let's yes. do that first. Welcome. Welcome. We, I mean, we've been talking for the past, like, five ten minutes uh yeah. trying trying to get this platform to cooperate with us so we can talk to all of you fine peoples first of all thank Hello. you all for for joining us um i i feel like a little self ingratiating to do this all the time but um just I, I like to say thank you at the beginning of the episode just because this is really fun to do um and, and like this is one of the very very a few well, simple pleasures we have left in this world it's it's a pleasure to be able to do this with my best friend it's a pleasure to be able to like get on here have a platform you know to like express my views and and i feel like it's important tonight out of all nights that we might be doing this um to start with a preface that the views that you're about to hear um, expressed on this podcast are those simply of myself and my co-host um, and you know we've, we've done this before a little bit um, where we've gotten a little bit little bit political um, before we do an episode it's not going to be 30 minutes of politics I promise I can hear thousands I, I, assure, I assure you <laughs> it, I, it I can't I don't, I don't have enough energy left it won't be um no, I, I just simply, I feel like it's important when you have a voice and you have, it's important to use your voice for the right, right reasons. We have a very small voice on the internet. We know that. We, we know that. And that's We're not fine. important. We, we get that. We're proud of what we put out there. Um, we try to be inclusive. We try to be, you know, honest. And when we're upset with something, we want to express that, uh, that upset. Um you know, if you live in the U.S., you, you probably knew this was coming. Um, but our our Supreme Court, the, the highest law of the land, is supposed to be impartial to politics. And this week, they proved themselves wildly impartial. Not just from the last decision, but from many decisions that are being buried underneath of this. this like this- destroying Miranda rights, for example. This podcast started because the two of us would text fairly frequently during the day when we were stuck at home and not able to go anywhere and just rant at each other. Um, and, and usually it was around Star Wars, um, but occasionally around other things um, happening outside of the, the space of, of science fiction. Um, 
and I, I'm going to tie this in tonight because I feel like I don't want to sit here and just get on my soapbox because my voice is not the one that matters in this right. this debate. Yeah, us us as a you know white I, cis men it is not the not the voice that that matters tonight. Other I, than sorry, <laughs> I just I feel that it's important to say that. If you have a loved one in your life that is female, um, which, which you, you probably us, should, all of us, I mean, I presume all of us do. You're either a female, I mean, 50% of the population is female. Um, it's not okay to treat people as second class citizens. It's not okay to legislate the, the rights and choices of others. Um, and, and, and I have, I know I have, have multiple times on this podcast said I don't care what your religion is, um, and to the you know insert the Young Turks quote here. You know, I don't, I don't care what's in your Bible. I'm not going to be the angry guy tonight, but like li- literally, I just it's not okay. It, it's not okay. And and the only thing that I'm going to say about this, I I really do stand by this, is that if you remember and. Rise of the Skywalker. Um, I know this is a very nerdy thing to, to say and very nerdy thing to, to tie it back to, but this is this is what this podcast is. Um, but if you remember at the end of the Rise of Skywalker, um, when Poe and Finn are battling against the First Order, and, and you know they're trying this desperate plan, and it looks like all hope is lost. Um, you know they're. They're basically being crushed, right? They're outnumbered, they're outgunned, they're outmanned, and it looks like there's all hope is lost. Um, it's in that moment that I feel like Rise of the Skywalker may have had its best moment as a film. Um, and I think it's important to recognize hope where you see it. Um, because what happens is, just as Poe is about to give up and say, you know, I'm sorry I failed you, uh, you know, I, I, I let us down, you see that he didn't let us down and that, that, you know, Lando shows up with the fleet of just normal people, right? Just, just not soldiers, not, you know, just normal people showed up to do the right thing.
Oxford and Navy, sir. It's just people. So long, Sky Trash. Who's that flyer? Take a guess, Spice Runner. this really like music swell like heartwarming like you know people are people and they care about others um and, and what i'm trying to get at here i guess in a very ineloquent way of, of doing this is um i i i take some small solace in seeing the fact that people i know and respect are standing up and saying this isn't right this isn't okay we're not going to abide by this we're not going to allow this um you can you can do this but understand that you are the minority and your voice does not speak for me and it will not continue to speak for me and i won't be quiet um i i when you see wrong you call it out and this they is certainly wrong. hope not yes uh, telling telling someone they they do not have the decision-making capacity over their own bodies over their own medical decisions is absolute nonsense I'm just absolute off. nonsense. That's that's my. Now. I think that's uh, my official position is that it doesn't it doesn't matter if I believe that abortion is wrong or if I believe that pro life or pro, it doesn't matter because it's not my fucking decision. It's not mine at all. Like it's not. <laughs> it's, it's no one's. I've been in that position. And it's not like it's it's not my my choice. It's not me. Mm-hmm. Like, it is. It, it's something that should be kept as a medical decision between someone and their doctor like i i really i really do think that uh like that trevor noah said it very well when he went went down his hey maybe it's something we should kind of legislate you know at a at like a state level or, or maybe even more local and just keeps going down until he's like i don't know maybe it's your own personal fucking decision like that you have to make and you have to deal with and it's between you and your god or you and whatever you believe in it is not between you and a bunch of fucking assholes on a court. It's not like it's it's just it's just not. You're not this alone. Is... You're you're not alone. There are more of us than there are them. There are there. there are... In fact, there's there's about seventy percent seventy percent more. So minority minority rule. I say also officially on the podcast. If you uh, if you ever need to go camping, mm-hmm. you can go camping. No questions asked. Just just let us know, and we'll figure out how to how to take you camping. We uh, wholeheartedly love camping. Yeah, my wife is a huge camper. Indeed, we'll tell you, we'll tell you we've about made fun story. of we've made we've made yeah. fun of the uh, scholar on multiple occasions. Camping. I mean, uh, camping definitely. But, but we'll I'll all go again. camping together. I'll do it again in a heartbeat. No matter where you are, we'll figure out how how to take you camping. That's that's where we stand on this podcast, and that's where. That's where we're going to leave that. So just understand that there are more of us than there are them. So now on Fasc- with yeah, fascism doesn't win. It, it never we've, does. We've seen it. <laughs> I guess there's no real easy way to transition from no. that. Um, but you know, once again, real life. I don't know. We could we could go with Calvin and Hobbes. The uh, it's a great big world out there, Hobbes old buddy. Let's go exploring. 
Um, you know, yeah. to, to take it with take it with the camping thing. Let's go. Let's go explore. Let's go. Let's go explore. Well, the, the good I'll try news, to be less angry. I'm just I'm just mad. I'm so mad. <laughs> I just I, my my anger button is broken. You know, I'm just I've been yeah. mad for for two and a half years, more longer than that. And then just <laughs> it's fucking 2016. <laughs> so since I, so, since I at, met at my what, wife, at what point? At what point do you get to be alarmist? Because I keep seeing a lot of that, like, "Oh, come on, you're just being, you're just being alarmist." Oh, now's not like, why are you panicking? There's no reason to panic. There's no reason to to start doing this. There's no reason to. When do you start panicking? Like when? When? <laughs> like what? Like at, at what point do you stand up and go enough's enough's enough? Like when at the what, red clothes. At what fucking out. point? Because you got to do it sometime. Until yeah, otherwise you're gonna be walking around. You're gonna see your wives, mothers, sisters walking around in red fucking cloaks, or you're gonna see anyone who isn't a white, a white male, just put into a subservient class. Like that's that's where that's where you're headed. Anyway, we were eloquently moving on, but I'm still mad. <laughs> uh, you know what? So to, it is. It so, is I don't know. Maybe maybe we take it take this part out and just uh, hey, let's go with the Hob, Calvin and Hobbes thing. That's it. That's a happy. That's a happy transition. Well, the thing is, it is a great big world out there, um, and, and there's some really there is one bit of, of really interesting news this week. We're gonna we're gonna spend a lot of time on this Obi Wan finale um, because this is I think this is the last time we get to talk about it. Well, maybe uh, I don't know. I, those are those are those are tall words from somebody who started recording at ten o'clock at night. Fair with with two small children in each of our locations. I feel like as we both you know texted each other, um, hey, I'm finishing, you know, changing a diaper and burping one, and I, I think the other one was going down for a nap um, or for for sleep. Um, but the one bit of news that I did want to talk about this week that's very interesting, uh, Snark, is um, there is a leak this week a reported leak about um agatha house house of harkness um which you know one of the, the members of this podcast is exceedingly happy as being made into a a sequel from wandavision and i, I feel like the other member of this wait podcast, i didn't know you were happy you were happy about this i am fucking so <laughs> about this i i forgot if you liked this um agatha i'll definitely watch it i'm i'm still i'm still suffering from the marvel fatigue yeah but i'll definitely I'll definitely watch it. Like I've still got to do. I've still got to do Miss Marvel. I have to as well. And I think with I, the... I did. Ahead. However, um, so instead of starting Miss Marvel, like I probably should have and wanted to, I started Arcane instead, and it's fucking Ooh. awesome. Like it's so good. I, I'm, I'm so surprised because the only the only like connection I have to League of Legends is when I was when I was in charge of a bunch of. Uh, a bunch of airmen and league of legends was huge and it'd be fucking four in the morning and i'd have or four thirty in the morning and i have to go like wake people up for for pt and or like the people who didn't come come report to pt i'd have to go like find them wake them up like what you know whatever and and i would go into like two or three of these jokers rooms and they're just still they're just playing league of legends i'm like what are you doing go to like bed. you you have to be downstairs where you have 600 people waiting for you like there's 600 people standing outside what are you doing oh hold on let me finish this match no 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 <laughs> like you have 3 seconds 
before I unplug your computer. Get like that that is the only connection I have to League of Legends. Unless I might I might have played a mobile version. I'm not sure if it was League of Legends or not. Anyway, but that's the connection I have. So I was like, okay, I keep hearing this arcane thing is fantastic. So you know what? I'm just gonna go ahead and I'll try I'll try an episode. Fine. Like I I'm I'm bored. I I don't want to watch any of my regular shows. Mm-hmm. Let's try this. And I'll be damned. It's it's so good. Is like, it? <laughs> it's so good. Like, who would have who would have thought? that an amazing show would come from like a random MOBA game. Like, but anyway, so interesting. I, highly, highly recommend it. I mean, it's, it's certainly not a, you know, not Agatha. No, but, that's but, okay. but we can go back to her all along. No, um, really, really all I wanted to report here is that this directly ties into the Avengers uh, five new Avengers, secret Avengers, young Avengers kind of conversation we've been having for weeks now. Ooh. Um, and, and I'm just going to point out, this is, this is coming from inverse.com who's reporting on Disney insider. So this is like an article about an article. Um, so take this with a gigantic (laughs) salt shaker. Authored Uh, by Scott Campbell. No, no. Son of a bitch. Daniel Richmond, who, who is a Disney insider, um, and a Marvel leaker. He has leaked stuff that has been true before. So still we're taking this one with like like black eyed pea level salt. Um, but uh, Richmond has gotten his hands on a production grid for house of Harkness. Um, and it reports that house of Harkness will start filming between January and March of 2023, um, which lines up with what we suspected. Um, initially he are, excuse me. Additionally, um, one of the characters listed on the call sheet is a character by the name of Tyler. Um, who's hmm. described as a white American teen um, with a formidable and dark sense of humor, incredible, incredibly witty and astute and of the moment. Um, and what's more interesting about this is that he is also described as a bit of a fanboy and will be portrayed as gay, um, which is neither here nor there. Oh, God. Disney um, being woke again. Oh. Well. The, the reason that this article goes on to bring this up is because there's... I don't know if I put enough English on that. I'm sorry. That was a, that was a caricature of some <laughs> asshole on the internet, not my own personal views, because... We understand. You know, we, we've, been, yeah, we've been very very clear that, you know, uh, human beings deserve representation. <laughs> it's cool. Well, it's not that he's gay that's important, is the thing. It's what, what this Scott article, Summers' kid. Well, they're going on to tie him in to Billy Maximoff, actually. Um, who Billy is from the Young Avengers. He is the character, he's the Avenger Wiccan, um, who, if you've read the, the comic series, which I have not, um, actually dates and eventually marries a character by the name of Teddy Altman, who goes by the superhero name Hulkling, which is important because we're getting the She-Hulk TV show later this year. So there's a lot of like jigsaw pieces and like... That the may or may not actually fit together, but... This be. could, but it, it's it's cool. I mean, if you if you look at it with a squinted eye, you can acknowledge that like the Maximoff kids we saw in WandaVision have the ability to like age up themselves by them, like they can do that. Uh, I mean, look, this could all be bullshit. I mean, this could all be the Mephisto thing, you know, once again with uh, with Wanda. But um, knowing that, that we still would have been fucking cool. It would have been, but we, we have a, a Maximoff hole 
in the MCU right now um, with Wanda potentially being dead or potentially, you know, just an exile under all those rocks. Um, so anyways, <laughs> a I, version of her. So I'm that's, bringing... that's the fun. That's the fun part about the multiverse. The, uh, the multiverse is that it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Every, everyone can be dead and there's it's Schrodinger's Marvel. Like they're all simultaneously dead and alive. Dead and alive at the same time. I mean, look, it's we've seen a different version of Wanda that we know is hanging out on Earth 838, I think. Um, on a different Earth. Yeah, I mean, I, I I don't think we're done with the Wanda character. I don't. I'm, I don't think of that at all. No, no, not at all. But the further we get away from it, the more I realize, like, if we bring back Billy Maximoff, we're, we're bringing back Wanda Maximoff at some point here in the future. But yeah. That is all of the news that is fit to print and that I care to look up this week. Um, <laughs> I, I want to talk about Kenobi. Hello there. General Kenobi. You I was hoping someday I'll hear it because I I am about to start running again. So I will get back to listening to our, uh, you know what I our did podcast. For, for the first time today since our son, my son was born. I just called him our son. Um, but the oh, first time, the first time since my son was born, I went to the gym today, <laughs> and I it felt great. It felt great. <laughs> um, I'm gonna be sore as hell tomorrow, but I mean. Like I walked in and the the girl behind the front desk was like, "Oh my god, I thought you canceled your membership." I was like, "Well, <laughs> nope. having, a new, having a newborn will change your priorities." <laughs> Add a baby, um, it's a boy. <laughs> Add a baby. It, but, <laughs> that's that's how I wanted to announce to my to my dad that we were we were having a little, even with Bean. That's how I wanted to announce to him. I wanted to call him, say that, and hang up. I don't Add know if you remember that commercial. But it was like a, I about do. like calling collect. That's the collect call <laughs> yeah. thing. Do you accept the charges from at a baby? It's a boy. Yeah, yep, that's the one. Oh my god. Okay. So that is when I when I called him to tell him that baby number two was on the way. I did start the conversation that way, but then I kept talking to him. Um, is this the first time you've acknowledged on the podcast that you're having another child? Are you sure? Am yeah. I just uh, okay? All right, never mind. The, you don't listen to me. It's no, fine. No, nobody, nobody wants to really. <laughs> the internet would say otherwise but... no well that's cool all right i appreciate that internet thank you let's dive in um to part six um, of kenobi part six and what is listed on the internet as the final episode of obi-wan kenobi that is still to be determined um but i i hope that is lies i i sincerely i sincerely hope that is lies i have thoughts about this at the end of the episode that i'd like to dive into um Yes, I I do have a couple of theories of how Kenobi season two could continue, a la Mandalorian and Boba Fett. Yeah, I'm I'm interested, but I actually think you'll be surprised by my take on where I think this should go, um, or or if it should continue to go, I should mm. say. Mm. Um, but 
Uh, episode six originally aired aired on June twenty second, um, two thousand and twenty two. Fairly recently, yeah, like three days. I believe ago. it actually aired the day that guns gained more rights than women in America. I believe, uh, um, or was it the day before guns gained no, more rights? No, you're uh, no. Um, just to clarify, um, <laughs> only because I know this because okay, uh, was it or, Wednesday or Thursday? It was. It was Friday that um, the Supreme Court announced their their uh, release, and let me tell you why I know that to be a fact. Um, it's because Friday is also the same day that Florida State hired their new baseball coach, um, because that became official Friday morning, and then immediately, I mean, moments after they announced the new baseball coach, the Supreme Court released their decision at nine a.m. on Friday the, morning. The gun, the gun decision was before that. The New York, the New York gun decision was before that. Oh, okay. That's that's really what I misinterpreted what you were saying. I'm sorry. Um, that that everybody, everybody in New York can just carry guns wherever the fuck they want. Well, not where wherever, but everyone has a right to carry concealed carry. They they oh. struck down that in the largest expansion of gun rights, um, the country has seen in some time. One of these days, one of these episodes is just going to be strictly politics, because. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff we still need to talk about, but anyways, anyway, um, sorry, anyway, I, I, you're good. I'll, I'll be, I'll be done. I'll be done. The ang- the anger will, the anger will subside someday. It's someday. our part. Say what we want, but um, true story. Episodes directed by Deborah Chow, <laughs> written by Joby Harold, Andrew Stanton, Hassan Amini, and Stuart Beatty. Um, okay, first blush. I'm actually disappointed with this episode. I, oh man, I'm so glad you said that. I, I was going to say the same thing. I was like, eh, meh. I feel like there are distinctly moments in this that I love. Um, yes. And there are moments in this that I look at and I go, this is... Huge missed opportunity to not yeah. say, I have the high ground. A huge... I have yeah. a huge problem. Or just or or just in, in general, there's... like I. I don't know. I, I actually, the, the morning after I had a long conversation with my, one of my coworkers who was like, please watch this soon. He's like, I want to talk about it. Um, and I mean, his position is essentially like with all of these shows, there's no, there's no stakes because you know what's happening. And I can, I can understand that, but I, I don't, I don't necessarily agree. Um, I, I think that the journey is fun. Like yes, we know where it's going to end up, but the journey is is a, is a delight. Like we know mm-hmm. we know where where all these characters go, but I still read the books. I still read the comics because cool. Like I I'm mean, I, I'm still I'm still fucking living. I know I know my life will end with me dead, but I'm still gonna keep living it. Like you so know, it's it's the journey. So I I get. I get it that there's no there's no real stakes because you know Obi Wan's not gonna die, yeah. and I'm not gonna lie. I wish I I sincerely wish like it, on some level. I mean I'm I'm cool with some most of the story decision, but I kind of wish we had gotten like a Rebels Ahsoka versus Darth. Like if they would have rhymed that, where you don't know if Obi Wan's alive or dead, and and you would have the internet alight. With the, 
Disney broke canon again. They're Kathleen Kennedy's killing Star Wars. And you would have had, had it alight with that for some time. Yeah. And that would have been really cool. Um, and you could have cool. introduced... Uh, you you would have you could have introduced again the world between worlds into live action because we don't have it in live action still. I think I, it's got to it's got to be addressed in Ahsoka. Like it yeah. has to be addressed there. But it would be cool if this was one of the things where there's a scene where Ewan McGregor shows up with you know Thrawn and Ezra. Like how fucking cool would that be? That would have been a that would like, been wild. But I mean, it wouldn't. It wouldn't give you that that feel good, you know, the feel good. Everything's everything's okay. Ending um, that I'm not even sure that I appreciate here either. Like, I, I guess that's. I mean, as far as the like, you know, you can't you can't appreciate it, you can't enjoy it because like you know this is gonna you know how it's gonna end. We've known that if things have been that way since like 1999. Right. right, like I like mean, you, you know where episodes one through three are going to end. Yeah, like, <laughs> so I, I, I don't necessarily think that critique is valid. No, but... I it, it's it is a valid critique. I just don't agree with it. Yeah, right. Like I mean, to well, me, yeah, valid in my in my eyes. Like for my my point of view, I don't to, to I don't me, agree with it. To me, this episode gives so much more color to that moment in New A New Hope when Leia is rescued by Luke. And Luke mentions, oh, I'm here with Ben Kenobi. And Leia, like, jumps up off of the, like, the cot she's on. And she's like, Ben Kenobi's here? Um, it makes more sense now, right? Like, I understand those two genuinely like each other. She loves Ben Kenobi. Ben Kenobi yeah. saved her life multiple times. Like, it makes... He, he yeah. appreciated her and saw her for who she was. It's context. It colors the yes. way you feel about things. It absolutely... We didn't get we didn't get closure on Haja. Where's Haja Estri, right? I mean, we got Nija Nija Halcyon had multiple lines in these last two episodes. Where the hell's Corin, right? Like, what's going on there? I mean, that's don't don't give me that. Like, if you don't want to watch, I think we'll see. Go ahead. So a lot of those characters, I think we'll we'll see them again. I don't I don't think this is by any stretch the last time we see them. I even think we might see. Shoot, I'm blanking on her name. She died in the last episode. Reva? Not Reva. Me. No, not Reva. Like, she did not die in the last oh, episode. Oh, Tala. She was just stabbed. Tala. I, I think there might even be room for Tala to come back. Like, maybe we see her and or season one. Because, that, I mean, that's a big character to, to waste. Um, I mean, not waste, but to only have for just these couple episodes. But so you, I, I think there's a potential that maybe we see her there. Like we still know where, where she's ending, but maybe she makes an appearance. I think she is the, I think she's the Jennifer Connelly of this series, right? I mean, like we said, when Jennifer Connelly's, you know, you know, blows up, you know, she's definitely dead at this point. And like, I, to me, to me, and this is just my personal opinion, I, I want two things from Andor, um, and I think this show. I, I want this show to move linearly, linearly forward. I don't want flashbacks in Andor. I don't want the like we're going back to when Kenobi was going on um, to like build to a certain point. I mean, I've, I've heard. I mean, it's it's got it's got to to some extent. It, it has to it has to retread this time period. Uh, no, it can go for this time period, but I'm saying I want it to start from where Kenobi ends and move forward to a new hope. 
or uh, to Rogue One, right? That, I think we had seen that like it, it, Andor's getting two seasons, I believe, right? Like that's the I, that's the I news. Five. I read two. I I mean, it's, and that it's more than one season. It's going to end when Rogue One begins, right? Which so cool, like that, years, that's fan, that's works. fantastic. But there's there's an awful lot of time that they could cover with that, mm-hmm. and I I um, I would love if we saw the origin of Fulcrum. I think that's where we're going to get. I think we're going to probably get introduced to Bothans, right? Like the many Bothans died to bring us this this uh, bit of information or this this knowledge or whatever. The I, line. I don't know. Uh, I mean, that was in Jedi. Yeah, but Bothans. So that's, I mean, that's a long time. Yeah. All right. Maybe you're right. So may- yeah. maybe I, I'm not going to lie. I'm still waiting. I thought so before Rogue One came out, I thought that was the story. I thought that's what they were going to be. Mm. talking about was the many Bothans died and then i was like wait that wasn't that, yeah I, like i was watching a new hope again and i'm like oh my yeah. my memory or mandala it could be mandala no. <laughs> i was like my, mem- my my memory was that the Bothans died to get the plans for the first death star no it was the second death star uh i believe it was a uh, kyle katarn that got the plans for the first death star i think you're i believe you're right about kyle katarn but shadows of the empire went back um, and definitely filled in and flushed out those details about the Bothans. Um, dark, yeah, whole, Dark Forces was yeah was Rogue One. Like and that was it, the how the how they got the first Death Star plans. Like that was that was Dark Forces, the original Dark Forces. I I want Andor. What I'm what I'm trying to say, and this is you know fuck <laughs> what me. we're trying to say is Obi Wan was kind of disappointing. And <laughs> I think for spending as much time as we did defending it. Um, I think it's equally as important to criticize it in this moment. Well, I, uh, I think overall, like as as an overall six episode, like I, I enjoyed it. Like I liked the story. Honestly, I think Obi Wan might be my se- like behind Ahsoka. I think Obi Wan is my favorite character. Like, at, yeah, I, I, I mean, I love Alec Guinness, and watching him through the Clone Wars, like, is is just fantastic i i love obi-wan in that in that show but it's he's so he's so good um and ewan mcgregor is is fantastic Uh, so i I think he might be my second favorite so i think as an overall like story like yes this was this was good but i I do feel like that the last episode was kind of a a missed opportunity mainly to just kind of wrap like you, you, they did. It seems like they didn't want to end this on a, like on a sad note, and I get or on like a, on a downer. I I get that, but like okay, so let's let's get into the episode and let's talk about specifics here. Um, so I first of all, I love the fact that we immediately get confirmation that Riva is alive, and not only is she alive, but she's on Tatooine. Right, like I, I like the fact that they kind of dump in that that story to us at the beginning. Um, we, you know, we yeah. know we know that's going to be a plot point. Is she's hunting Luke Skywalker? Um, and she's hunting Owen. She's hunting Owen. Yeah, she's not hunting Luke. Well, I would contend she's yet Owen to get to Luke, but right, yeah. she's she's hunting Vader's kids. I really like the fact that they made a point in this show to give us the storyline of the, you know, Roken's ship is trying to outrun the star, the star destroyer. Right. Yes. I, I think this was deliberate. 
I think this was on purpose. This is a 100% direct callback to The Last Jedi. Um, Yes, to ships can run out of gas. Yes, and their hyperdrive is broken. And we are left with this really cool dynamic where we're watching Obi-Wan understand that he has to... It it sets him up for this moment where earlier in the series, he's not acting as a Jedi. And in this moment, he gets to have that hero moment where he he realizes that if I go left and you guys go right, that you know the Star Destroyer is going to come after me. It's the yeah. same thing we learned. A, he knows week. he knows Anakin so well, mm-hmm. like, and he knows that Anakin is still in the suit, and he like he he understands him. He can't in a in a way that no one he can't let him go. Like, what did he just because, last episode? Your will to win until you give up your your desire to win at all costs you will still be an apprentice. Yes. Still hasn't given it up. And which makes the line the when I left you I was but the learner. Like mm-hmm. it may it, it just keeps giving it flavor and context. Which that's is great. Really that's a really good word. It's, for and it's an important flavor. point. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. I said it's an important point that it, it gives it gives that flavor. Again it gives that some sort of some sort of context. Especially with all of the like well, you know, if he they keep meeting, then it you know it's not like he left him you know twenty five years ago, and right. you know now he's the learner and the master, and like no, he's like Obi Wan still is the master, and he. I mean, Darth Darth can't do it. I don't think Obi Wan ever stops being the master, even up till the moment he dies. Right. That there's more again with the empire um, that we talk about hubris all the time. Like there's more hubris when he shows up and he's like, no, no, I got this now is, I mean, we we've seen a bunch of story fleshed out with Vader in the comics and the books that there's like, he goes through some shit like, and it, and it makes sense that he would go, no, I got this now. Like, you're not going to, you're not going to get me again. Like I've moved on. I am now, I am now a, I am now a Jedi master. Like I have, I have achieved the rank of master in the eyes of the council that matters. So let's let's dive in on this choice um, <laughs> that Obi Wan makes, right? Like we get this, we get this, his hero moment, right, where he gets to, he's sacrificing himself as one Jedi to save that ship full of potential force, you know, force users. I interpret well, just in uh, people like refugees. Well, I don't, I don't get the impression they're all force users. Like they're, I, they're essentially it's a ship full of refugees. They're all they're all part of the path. I, I guess yeah. in that moment, I was like, "Well, these are either all force sensitive, or most of them are family members of force sensitive." Or, or... There you go. Yeah. yeah. And you get. I don't a, know. It has. Uh, I don't. Want, I don't want to get too political again, but uh, it kind of has. Kind of has rings. Rings true to to now, where it's like, say, if you have somebody who's, uh, you know, trans yeah. or like anything like that, then. Like you're gonna need to be a part of some sort of network so you can get out of a state that's trying to persecute you. Kill you. So kind kind of like that. It's almost like it's almost like Star Wars is is political and making a Star making Wars a political is, statement. Star Wars has always been political. This is yeah. not new. Right. This is not new. <laughs> get over it. If you can't if you can't, then don't listen to this podcast because we're gonna and, Yeah. And usually, um, we're I'm I'm gonna say not political on let's say the right side of the spectrum, not no. political in favor of that. No, usually but... very political in favor of humans of humanities of humanity and not you know large corporations and fascism. 
Anyways, as we and yeah, imperialism. As we mosey back to the story here, um, <laughs> breathe deep, it, breathe deep. It's been a long week, and, and we fully appreciate that it's been a long week for everybody. We're trying to, we're trying <laughs> to find the light here. Um, yeah. hard. Sometimes the light at the end of the tunnel is a train. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard. Like, look, yeah. I mean, we, we're not trying, I'm not trying to like not acknowledge these issues, but I am trying to. For we want to talk health. about the the show for and mental health. We yeah like, for mental health reasons safe. we yeah like you can't you can't keep going down the same the same path. You'll drive yourself fucking crazy. Yeah, you will fight later. But but you do we do get this setup. Um, and I thought it was a really cool moment. Um, for for Leia and Obi Wan in this moment, what what seems to be the goodbye moment, right? Um, where you know, Nijin I think it is. Well, we do get a later scene with Obi Wan and Leia, which is I'm calling their goodbye. Um, but in this moment, it is you don't know if Obi Wan. She doesn't know if Obi Wan's going to survive. Um, right, and I don't. I don't know if he knows he's going to survive. Like he knows I, Darth is powerful. I think he does. Um, and I would contend he's doing this because this isn't the same Obi Wan that got drugged through the fire. You know, a few episodes ago. He's more confident. His, I mean, even Darth Vader says when he gets to the confrontation scene, you know, your strength has come back to you. Um, I just, I want to, I want to, before we get to that point, I do want to call out the moment between Haja and Obi-Wan um, and the growth that you've seen in Haja. I, I really do like this character. You know, you go from a guy. I who, hope we see him again. We've got to. We've got to, right? Like, he's such a good character. Uh, he's played so well, and I, I, yeah, I, I absolutely love the actor. Like, he was one of my favorites on Silicon Valley. I just, I, I really like this character. I like the fact that we have gone from, you know, kind of a morally gray, maybe extra, <laughs> extra legal activities kind of person. Yeah, kind of, kind of a douchebag that takes advantage of people. A grifter. He's grown. He's grown, and he recognizes you know, this is. It may be because he doesn't have a choice, but he has grown to the point where, you know, he, he kind of wheedles about protecting Leia and he re- he recognizes the seriousness that Obi-Wan is giving him. I mean, Star Wars is all about the reluctant hero. I think that Hodge's story <laughs> is far from over. And I think we're going to see much more of him down the line. Yes, Which, I certainly hope so. I, I think uh, it would be a waste to not give that character more, more, more to work with. Um, so it sets up to allow, um, it allows for, you know, this moment between Leia and, and Obi-Wan where he gives Talos, you know, holster to Leia. And Leia says it, the, the, the line about the holster being empty. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not going to give a 10-year-old a blaster. And I was like, hmm. I did see a fantastic meme that was like <laughs> everyone in America, visible confusion. <laughs> I was like, saying, Texas, like, that's so fucking sad. Texas like, give you a 10-year-old a gun. Um, yeah, <laughs> You're, you, you've already got an arsenal by then. But we, we, you know, we go through this kind of like through this acceptance with all these people on this ship. You know, Roken understands, Leia understands, Haja understands. Hell, even Nija Halcyon gets you know a, a line and and like a you know, hey, we're all supposed to stay together, and and he has to explain. He has to be the adult in the room. Um, and I think he 
he does a really good job of explaining that to everyone and, and, and it works. His plan works. Even with the Grand Inquisitor, you know, kind of providing Vader like well, that. It, yeah, a yeah, we should probably go after them. And he's right. Yeah. They are he's one hundred percent right. Like that target. that's the target. Mm-hmm. And the you know, the the desire to win that Obi Wan knew he could capitalize on. It 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 was allowed for a really cool shot. To see that one little like fighter or dropship or whatever come out of Rogan's freighter, and to watch from behind the star destroyer as it pivoted, yeah, the decision. It was. That was a good. That was a cool cinematography. Yeah, cinematography. Yeah, that word. Something with cinematography. It was really Um, cool. That kind of choice. Yeah. It. It was. It was cool to see. It it was almost like seeing Invader's brain, but through the ship. And you know, for a show that was criticized, I think we criticized the, the artwork and the, the CGI of the, the T-47s a few weeks ago. Did we? I, I, maybe I heard it online, but this, this CGI work was really good. It, it, this was very good. It was movie quality, in my opinion. I don't know. I, I thought the show has been fantastic I, I with the art I, direction. Maybe I've heard a little bit of criticism about the T-47 episode with the Snowspeeders. Um, being yeah. slightly rough, but I, I look, I didn't have a problem. All right. I'm good with it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so, so, sounds good to me. But while this is all going on, I, I, I'm trying to separate out these two storylines because I want to talk about them one on one here. But um, we we set up between this confrontation between Vader and Kenobi, right? Um, yeah. Like you've got to, you've got to have the big, the big duel once again, especially, yeah, especially mm-hmm. after you got, you got kind of a taste of the duel uh, earlier and, you know, Obi-Wan was pretty, pretty beaten and, you know, left to the thrill of the chase, left to fear. Mm-hmm. I, I have a criticism about this battle scene just overall between Vader and Kenobi. I understand that you have to make things, you know, sometimes like it would make no sense for this planet to be light. Um, as it's a moon. I don't even know that it gets a name. Um, was it like every scene from uh, game of Thrones with the night King? So freaking like the coolest part. battle in game of, in game of Thrones. And they're like, we're actually going like, it's only the coolest battle because you can't fucking see it. It's very hard to watch these things. I was watching this back and forth on my phone and on TV because... Oh, God, on the phone would be brutal. Well, it like, was. You I couldn't see... All you'd see is a flash of blue and red. I had to stop, specifically for that reason. Kevin I, Feige would say you were doing it wrong. I was. I just, wa- I just want to let you know. That was the other... That was another piece of news that I saw. Wow. Was it the girl that played... I believe it was the girl that plays Miss Marvel was talk, like on set and was like, oh, I love watching the other Marvel films. I watch them on my phone. And he was like, no, watch it on a TV. <laughs> like... Here's the thing about this, though. <laughs> I'm going to say that I was going to say to that point specifically, like it's the HBO answer. Get a better TV. <laughs> get a better TV. No, I love the fact that I can be anywhere in the world and watch anything I want on my streaming service. That's great. Make your stuff so light that I can watch it on anything. I pay you. <laughs> you don't pay me. That's not how this works. Like, <laughs> stop talking down to me. Make your shit where I can watch it. 
Um, that that is my major. I, I had seen that there was a. Uh, I I didn't. I skimmed the article. I didn't actually read the whole thing. Um, but there was like practical reasons why this scene was or this battle was so dark, uh, and it was it was kind of like to cover up some of the the errors that were that were in the scene. So they just left it dark because there were there were errors and all right they chose to do that it's like oh okay i mean that's a that's a choice i i still i mean i appreciated that i was able to see this at night with no glare and Mm -hmm. like actually and just watch it on a you know on a big screen tv so i appreciated that yeah i had to stop i was watching it while i was feeding my son um and I, that was the time that I had to watch this show. Right. That's, and that's how, that's how this parenting gig works. I, I literally had to it take it off. It keeps coming at you. <laughs> and the critical moment, I had to turn the show off and say, I'm going to have to wait until, you know, later on the day. <laughs> like, wait, which critical moment? Cause I feel like we got two. I, it was to me. We got the burial. <laughs> it's the burial. I okay. watched, I watched up until, and I thought this was a really cool battle. I mean, it's, it's, I have I have two problems and then one comment about this um, about this battle. Obi Wan states, "Well, please do pass that. Please do." <laughs> um, Obi Wan states that he has to finish this once and for all. Like this is this is the climactic battle. He's got to end Vader. He's got to stop him, right? <laughs> and I would contend that he does stop Vader. Like he beats Vader once again. Like, he takes off half of Vader's fucking mask with that lightsaber, right? Why does he continue to keep Vader alive? We go through this whole conversation between Anakin and and Obi-Wan. And this is the other thing I want to dive in on, is I thought they did something really cool with shadows and light um, during that conversation. But Oh, yeah. The the cinematography, again, fantastic in this. Let's dive in on this because I, I watched this twice and I want to I want to ask you about this. I contend that when they do that, when they cut away Vader's mask and you see, you know, you see part of Vader's face and you hear Hayden doing the voice mixed in with um, James Earl Jones, right? God, that was cool as hell. That was really, really cool. I love the way they did that. I contend that there are times during that scene where Hayden's face is lit up red. And when he's lit up red, that is Vader speaking. Yes. Like, and when he is lit up blue and the reflection from Obi-Wan's, you know, lightsaber, he is, it's Anakin speaking. And we yes. go back and forth. Okay. So you're with me. <laughs> no, I, I think that's, I think that's exactly what okay. they did. And man, I wish, I wish I had written it down. I meant to intentionally write down this, uh, this guy's name who was on, uh, he on one of the Star Wars, I think it's the Star Wars fans group, um, who made a really, a really cool connection of like how his mask gets cut. That you see Ahsoka cut half of his mask in Rebels, Obi Wan cuts the that. other half. Yep. But it takes Luke to take his take the entire mask off. So they both. I mean, and it speaks to your to your point of when it's red, it's Vader, and when it's blue, it's Anakin. Like there's there's still something there's something there there's always these hints that something is there and something is it's it's keeping him not fully to the dark side which would also kind of make sense why the emperor is always testing him and always trying to kill him and 
always trying to to push him farther to the dark side because he can feel that he's not he's not all the way there yet that there is still good in him i can feel it like i i think that's i think that's a fantastic like, <laughs> a fantastic point that that he made and i wish i had the dude's name uh in front of me i know if i exit anchor to go look in facebook it's going to cut us off yeah i promise you i will find this as soon as we get off the off the conversation here but no i i saw that as well um there is someone who did who specifically called that out um on fans group that may be why i remember it i don't honestly i don't know where that thought came from but it was in my notes to talk about um and if i'm stealing someone's idea i don't intend to um i just thought that was i don't think it's stealing its idea it's just it's it is pretty it's a adjacent but okay so that that was the major i I absolutely love that bit of cinematography i love that sound like a correct pronunciation jeez cinematography Uh, whatever (laughs) i butcher enough words oh no no i think that i think you actually got it i i couldn't i couldn't get it out i i loved that they gave us you know the scene between vader and and obi-wan in the early part of the battle where you watch vader just beat the living shit out of obi-wan and beat him down and literally bury him and rock and you get you get the kind of negative talk for obi-wan when he's buried in that rock and you can see it's like He's just barely holding it off and crushing him. And you get all that bad stuff that happened to him. Everything bad is just like running in a loop on his mind. And it just, I don't know about you, but sometimes that can happen to me where it's just like a, like a negative feedback loop. Right. That is most of my civilian profession. (laughs) I've literally done that for 15 years. I've never seen that represented in film before this way. And there's it, some spots. It is okay. very well done. It's it's just so you don't see this. I mean, like for a hero, right? Like you don't you don't you you get tortured heroes, right? But I mean, usually it's couldn't save them all, or, or it's you know briefly touched upon. And this, you just think about the trauma that Obi Wan has gone through, losing his best friend, losing his best friend twice, losing his master, his best friend, his best friend's wife. His best friend had a wife that he didn't know about, um, and then <laughs> like Carrie, keep the secret that his best friend has kids, and like his best friend murders children. Like, there's so much there that Obi Wan carries on his shoulders, and he still finds a way to to fight back out of that hole, right? Like, this yeah. is a strong dude mentally. Like, he's yeah. It's almost he, like that's what that's what Jedi kind of is like that that's that's the closest that we we can get is using effective self-talk to be able to get yourself through a situation oh. uh lashane lim lashane lim i i'm i hope i'm pronouncing that right that's who posted a, it was on the star wars rebels group that uh, it took point. obi-wan anakin's master to remove the left side of vader's helmet took ahsoka anakin's apprentice to remove the right but at the end it took luke anakin's son to remove it completely we will we will make a point to um thank him for putting that out there i i definitely did see that i was looking at facebook a few hours ago um star wars rebels group so good it's a very good group on facebook honestly for the most part people are very positive about star wars um they like it but (laughs) um and they like the best show that star wars has done so there's that too there is that 
so we we've talked about the the dialogue back and forth we've talked about the you know they are almost burying luke and not luke obi-wan i got i gotta ask you why the hell when obi-wan has him beat i mean he hears i mean the line that 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 vader slash anakin talks about you know you you didn't kill Anakin Skywalker. I killed Anakin Skywalker. Like yeah. that gave me chills when he gives that when he delivers that line. Um, but Anakin, Anakin's gone. I'm what remains. hell does obi-wan not finish the job i I think it's the same for for both both sides because i mean yeah dart throws him into a hole and puts him under a bunch of rocks but he didn't he didn't kill him he just throws him and puts him under a bunch of rocks it looked like why doesn't he well why doesn't why doesn't he make sure that the the job is done like if that's his whole his whole goal his whole like reason for all of this and he's just like dying to kill obi-wan because he's got he's got to do it and then he's just like yeah i'm gonna throw some rocks on you um and and hope for the best like what Fair. like why doesn't why doesn't he do that and the same thing on the other side and i i really i really think it you know it always ties into like the this why the stormtroopers can't shoot um so you know one of the the psychological reason that makes sense is like you see someone's face and it's harder to kill a human than a faceless being. And that's why we spend so much time demonizing our enemies because mm-hmm. if you make them not real people, then you can kill them because they're not real people. They're not real humans. Uh, I don't know if anyone's watched, I don't know, say Fox or Newsmax recently, but they're doing a pretty <laughs> damn effective job of trying to, trying yeah, to do that. Um, yes. 
anyway, <laughs> so I think it goes back to like the, the, you were my brother, Anakin. Like it goes back to that, that I mean, Anakin can't kill Obi-Wan because he, I mean, that's his, that's his brother. And it's like, well, maybe, maybe, maybe he's still alive. Like, okay, I've, I've done all this stuff, but you know, he could have, maybe, maybe he's okay. And he could always, even if he did kill him, he could go back to his ship and go, okay, well, maybe, maybe he was okay after that, that the Anakin part of him can, can live with that. But maybe he didn't die. Same, same. I I think it's the same thing on the other side with, with Obi-Wan. Like he can't, he can't kill him. He's just gotta, he's gotta leave him there broken and go, okay, I, like I've, I've pretty much killed him. Like I've, I've pretty much done what I set out to do. Now I have to, now I have to go. It, it leaves the, the cognitive wiggle room for both of them to be able to, you know, look themselves in the mirror essentially, or look themselves in the wall, of the back to tank. Then when Vader kills Obi-Wan on the Death Star, that's, he is be, the master. That's gotta be a mind fuck for him at that moment. I, mean, I, I, I think that's the when I now he's now he's ready he's he's gone through all the shit and he's like he's still the learner he's still the padawan at that at that point and when he gets to the Death Star he's like now I'm the master I have I have surpassed this I think that's the, I again it adds layer and context and nuance to that line it does it definitely does um I don't, I don't know, man. I just, this stuck. I mean, I knew that he wasn't going to kill Vader, but the way that the, it just, it strikes me as what are you doing? Why do you <laughs> keep having these battles? If you're not going to, there's no Victor. There's, I, I don't know. Mistakes. I don't expecting, but, but I think this is the criticism here for me is if you're going to do this, like do, do it fight. I mean, like it, it just, it feels like, they're just getting together, hanging out, like somebody's going to fuck somebody else up a little bit, and then they're going to walk away. I'm like, well, then, that from that perspective, I can see the frustration, because I felt that. I, I definitely felt that in this moment. Um, and speaking of frustration, um, the, the <laughs> other storyline, I guess, so the other major storyline to this episode is our friend Reva. Um, <laughs> And and Luke. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, like the f- fucking three stooges. <laughs> I this is what it felt like. This this to me is another reason why I felt like maybe this wasn't I, I don't know. It just she had such a consequential story. And ending with her on the floor, you know, did she die, didn't she die was so much stronger. Than, than what happened to her here in this this episode. I like this character. I think there's a lot to, to flush out here. Also, I would like to say, called it. Yeah, you did. I'm just saying. <laughs> you, you 100% did. Um, I just, it just bugs me. We know Luke isn't going to die. Once again, I, I, I get why your, your co-worker, your friend, you know, brings this up. Um, to me, what I was, what was running through my head in this moment was, I mean, at some point Luke's going to understand the concept of a lightsaber, right? Yeah, like, like I, I've, so I, I think they did a good job in this, uh, keeping him away from it. Yeah. So when, when they tell him to hide initially, they're like, 
the Tuscan Raiders, like the Tuscans are raiding again. Like it's so that like it's already in his in his brain. So the, at least that's how I kind of handle that in in my brain. Because I mean, if I'm a fucking ten year old, and some dude comes in with a laser sword, and I have never seen anything like that. When I see one, literally, like nine ten years, years later, later <laughs> nine years later, yeah. I'm gonna go, oh. This is like that person who came in, assaulted like my aunt and uncle. Uh, we should ask them about that. Like, let's go talk to them. Hey, guys, guess what? Look what I got. I got a lightsaber. Do you remember when that person came in and like, you know, tried to tried to kill you? Um, so, in in my brain, that's like that's the the out is that he didn't. They said, hey, these are the Tuscans. He didn't actually see that because you know he had. He was essentially passed out. Yeah, I think he gets um, knocked out. At one yeah, point. he gets like knocked out, so he didn't actually see the you know, see her coming after him. You know, not not there. I just there's supposed to be like this. It, it still felt cheap. It did. It felt like last week's episode was so much more powerful emotionally. I yes. mean, the scene with the Jedi entombed in you know resin or whatever that was like hits you in the gut or you know Tala yeah, the Mace Windu appearance yeah I mean god I wish that was Mace Windu hey uh, we don't we don't know I'm it, staying I'm sticking by it this didn't this didn't, didn't do it for me right like you get her walking in across the dune scene to dune sea to lay Luke's body at, at Owen and, and Baru's feet. If anything, it did make me care about Owen and Baru a lot a lot more. I will say I, I genuinely care about those characters far more than I did in A New Hope. Yeah. In, I mean, <laughs> what's waiting for them, you know? like yeah, In A New Hope, they're just barbecue. And you're like, oh, that's kind of sad. Uh, but, but they matter. But yeah, yeah. They're, <laughs> there's a lot of context there. And a lot has has happened. They've gone through a lot to make sure that he stayed safe. So I, I appreciated this the show for showing that, if and nothing I, else. I did like the very tail end, the kind of the coda, where you know Ben of Ben and Owen kind of acknowledge that, like, you know, hey, do you want to meet Luke? Right? Yeah. I I have a question about that because I guess maybe we got the hello there. We did, and that was beautiful. And it was like, yes, <laughs> that I felt like we waited six hours to get that. Moment. It was the, yeah, it, it was, it was the like Leo DiCaprio pointing at the screen moment. Yes, <laughs> um, <gasps> my my concern with that is, and and I don't mean to be overly negative, but you know, Luke talks about Obi Wan as crazy old Ben, right? In in uh, New Hope, and in this moment, he's the nice older gentleman who's bringing me a toy. So, I, I would, I would say, like, think back to, think back to being a ten-year-old. Like, uh, lightsaber aside, because if you saw a fucking lightsaber as a ten-year-old, you would, you would remember that to this day. Uh, but think of the number, the sheer number of just like random old people you met as a ten-year-old that your parents are like, oh yeah, this is, uh, you know, this is uh, someone yeah fair and and it's and it's like oh, okay like i i met i met thousands of people and it's like okay cool cool bro like yeah that's that's an old dude like i and and they all they all look the same because you're i mean you're 10 like to everybody 
everybody looks like just an old person and you're like, wow, you're close to death. And you're like, I'm 26. <laughs> um, and, then, 20, and then you turn 26. You're like, Jesus. Like, the, like you hang out with a kid. And they're like, you're old. They're like, I'm in my twenties. And now they're like, you're really old. They're like, you're dying. I'm like, thanks. I really needed that existential crisis from you today. Six year old. Eat shit. I hope you have the day you deserve. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> so I just... I, yeah, I don't. I don't think. I don't think he would remember him. It wouldn't be like, oh, hey, you are giving me a light. You gave me a toy ten years ago, randomly on yeah. a farm for two and a half minutes one day. Um, Fair. So oh. that's that's the only like, thinking of it from like that perspective. So I can. I, I don't know. I can hand wave away a lot of the like True. a lot of the criticisms to it. Uh, trying to put myself in the, I guess, the shoes of the the character. Uh, but yeah, wa- watching it, you're like, the fuck? Like, why wouldn't he remember that? Like, I I would remember that now. I, I would be like, oh wait, you look very familiar. Um, you look awkwardly similar to some dude I met. Yeah. But as a kid, everyone looks. Everyone just is. A, it's a sea of faces that you your parents have have you meet, and you're like. Uh, okay cool whatever whatever i just want to go back to playing oh sweet thanks for the toy i appreciate it thank you like depending on how you're raised Uh, you know like thanks for the toy some people just you know anyways i did want to point out i forgot to point out um i apologize if you guys can hear my son is melting down in the background he is full-on hit his uh six-week uh meltdown phase so thank uh, sweet baby black jesus (laughs) <laughs> that mine is still <laughs> sleeping. My wife is a saint, um, and I'm about to go relieve her so she can go get some rest. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but no, I did want to point out that once again, we see uh, yet another lightsaber being abandoned in the sands of Tatooine. So I, I believe <laughs> earlier in this episode, we or earlier in the series, we said something about Obi-Wan finding his own lightsaber in the sand. Like, how did he know? I'm just going to, I'm going to say it. Like there's a decent chance, like you dig around in the sands of Tatooine, you're gonna find somebody's lightsaber <laughs> yeah, somewhere. Like, For some reason, all the Jedi just threw their lightsabers at the sun, and, it, and they all landed in Tatooine. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I think my, my, uh, my last complaint, if I'm gonna make one last complaint about this show, is that it felt like we hit a natural ending point, and then it just kept going. Um, like it felt like this show was finished with about eighteen minutes to go. Right. <laughs> I think you had to have you had to have the coda and you had to have had to like tie up all the stories. You did. So you ha- you've got you go back to Fortress Vader. I love um, and he's that. still trying to catch catch Kenobi and he's like, No, I am on the which we see consistently throughout the throughout the comics. Yeah. Is no, I am loyal to you and you alone, even when he's working for his own ends, it appears, or he is working for his own ends. He's still like, no, Emperor, I'm loyal to you and only you. Weirdly attached to the Emperor, even when the Emperor can't do what he told him he was going to do for him in the first place. Yeah. That, that's, that has always struck me as weird. The whole reason he turns to Palpatine is to save Padme. And the Emperor can't do it, but he still stays weird. to him. It's like a whole group of people that turn to a specific group because they're like we want to be rich like them and you never will be and they'll ensure that you aren't and they'll it's, keep shitting on you and trying to kill you oh man it's just it's just i don't know sorry it's i, I went gop again that's okay that's 
I'm not upset. It's like the mind, the mindset doesn't, it doesn't ring false. I just don't get it. I, I genuinely just. We don't. saw it with Riva too. Like it's the mis, it's misplaced. But like, she turns. She makes that big decision. We don't know what, what her, the end of her she story, does, story. Right. Is. She could keep I, going, but I mean, in this in this moment, like we we see where she ends, but she wasn't there yet i really think that she made the decision in the moment when she's standing over a small child and i mean we see all the flash you see all the flashbacks and what's going through her head that she's standing over a small child and going wait if i do this i become Uh, what i hated like and i can't i can't do that like that was such a traumatic and impactful moment to watch all of my friends murdered around me i cannot do this and that's i can't you know you can't go full dark uh, not going to go with the the no, obvious no. quote there, Don't but do it. Yeah. I will not. Uh, but like you, she couldn't, she couldn't do it, and that's it's turning towards the light. Like that's there again. You, I mean, the Freddie Prince thing. Like there's no great Jedi. It's the yeah. Like it's not. It's the turning away from the dark and turning towards the light. Like that's like she's I mean, she's down the path of of dark, but that's her moment of turning towards the light. I can't be this person i can't be the thing that i hated i can't be my reason for hating now that she knows where the anger is supposed to go and is starting to process that i just i appreciate that she makes that that choice in that moment it's it's the redemption right she gets the redemption arc yeah and i don't know that that redemption might not be the right word but she gets the I still don't think we've seen the. I really don't think we've seen the end of, end no. of her story. I think we see more from her down the line. I don't know that Andor, is where it is, but I, I think I hope we, it's maybe a season two. I maybe guess, I guess maybe where I end up on the series is directly related to the the final scene I want to talk about is, this this goodbye between Leia and Kenobi. Um, which I thought maybe might have been my second favorite part of this entire. <laughs> She's episode. like, go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. She's like, you're an old tired man. Go to sleep. I, I'm like, that's awesome. I loved that. But I love the fact that he tells her about her family. Yeah. And he gives her those qualities that to me, it was just so heartwarming in that moment of like, he, he loves her. He loves her for Padme and for Anakin and for the fact that they can't be there for her. Um, Honestly, I had a little trouble with this scene, but that, again, that's my, my mindset. Like if I was an adopted kid and someone was like, Hey, I just want to let you know, I know your parents, but I'm not going <laughs> to tell you who they are. I would be like, are you kidding? No, tell who are these? Like, who are my parents? I want to know who my parents are. Fair. Like that. But that's my, my mindset. I could also see it from, from her perspective. Like, I don't, I don't need to know this is my family. So I'm, I'm glad I know I have those characteristics. I'm that I've, that I'm still personifying my parents, but these are my parents. Like, and found family. I'm going to personify them. Yeah. My found family is who I, my chosen, fa- well, like chosen, chosen ish. My found family is who I'm, who I'm choosing to, you know, I, I, I choose them. They're the ones who have raised me like for 10 years. Like this is, this is who I know. This is who I love. This is my mom and dad. And I'm, I'm glad these people that I don't know were brave and courageous and, you know, were (laughs) stubborn in a good way. 
uh, yeah. my mom and dad. Yeah. yeah, those aren't those aren't my parents. These are like that may be my biological mom and dad, but those aren't my parents. These are my parents, and I, I thought I I did think that was a cool choice. I when I watched watched it, I was like, I no, those those would not be me. Uh, one of my one of my really close friends was adopted, and it was like one when he found out, it was like, well, I want to know who the fuck your parents. I I want to know who your parents are. Like, <laughs> I I don't know. It was I didn't think that much about it, and it was. It was just sweet to me in this moment. Mm-hmm. I, I appreciated, you know. My viewing it, came with baggage. So. It did. And I think we, we both brought our own baggage to the table for different parts of this episode. Yeah. Right? And I think that's what's great about this show is that it's great about Star Wars is that it makes you think about different things. It triggers different things for different people. Um, you know, I, I did do the, the um, Leonardo DiCaprio finger point at the tv when we see qui-gon at the very indeed i was like we got the cameo we We had we had a nice long conversation about cameo like will we see a cameo Mm -hmm. i am honestly i'm a little disappointed we did at least i didn't pick up on it and i didn't see anywhere else any kind of like hint of maul no there was if the, yeah, if there was, I didn't I didn't see it. And I'm a little disappointed that that didn't sneak its way in. But we definitely got a cameo. We got Palpatine, or we got Sidious, and yeah. and we got Ian McDermott and um, Qui Gon, who's played by Liam Neeson. Um, yeah. So so I guess taken on a planet. That's the <laughs> yeah. So I, I guess that's a that's a perfect way to wrap up a kidnapping story is with Liam Neeson. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> but that's, that's like his whole mo at this point, aside from helping a little boy find love <laughs> you're referencing um, what? but that's okay love um, actually oh yeah he is in love actually. <laughs> that's his dad <laughs> like the, the little kid where he's like hey you should go to her and they go through the airport and don't get tackled by security because that's because <laughs> um, that happened before um, <laughs> in the in the old times before we gave up all our liberty <laughs> and freedom <laughs> so i feel like we're here at the end of the episode. We're here at the end of Kenobi. Do you want? To I did. Start- I did think it was a good, a good cameo. I thought it was. Uh, yeah. like, but it was like that. Like, hey, what you been doing? Like, how's that? How's that training going? And like, I think I posted the, posted this on one of the online things. Just like Michael Scott going, how's the training of Anakin going? But like the hey, I you know I've been waiting. I've been here all Yeah, I've. I've never left you because we I, I, that ties up nicely, like the six episodes that he's been like, why aren't you talking to me? Why aren't you talking to me? And I, I, I feel like, and I, I like, I feel this, feel this hard, right? Now. It's like, it's the crisis of faith that it, it, like, that's, that's his master. And he hasn't heard from his master since, you know, since Darth Maul, like he, when he's like, I've been here, like, don't worry, I've been here. And I, I, I don't know. It's it's oddly reassuring. Oh yeah, oh. It's very. It's very. It speaks to that that belief that you want to have, right? Of like when your loved one passes, that that they still are around, right? That they're still watching you. That they're still there for you. Yeah. I, I feel this in my like. I feel this very deeply, and it was very. It was a very like poignant thing for me when he says i've been here all along you just weren't ready to see me and i'm like fuck yeah like, so i'm like we i i've i think I've, i think i might have said it on here like what if we're all like stardust and it's like well this the all those people all the all the souls that we cared about are still 
around us and helping and watching and making sure we're okay. And uh, you know, maybe some, at some point we'll see him again. I, I hope so. I, I sincerely hope. I that think that, so. That is the interpretation of the force that I want to go with. Yes. That's I, I like that. Uh, at, at least so, I, I, I believe mm-hmm. that. And I, I, I think you were, you were starting to ask like, do you want to see more of this? And yes. Um, I, but I, I would like to see. So one of the cool, when I was watching it, I was like, that's the same. When we see, you know, Obi-Wan again, he goes and meets Luke and starts heading to the desert. I don't know. Have you read Star Wars number 15? Yes, I have. That is the cover of Star Wars 15. Uh, So he's wearing the same exact clothes. So I feel like that does leave, uh, does leave the door open, like visually at least, Mm -hmm. of, hey, there is more, by the way, there's a whole series of comic books that, like we talked about Maybe last week. There out. is 10 fucking years of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like this is, this is what, like two weeks a week. I think like I, this is a very narrow time period days. that we're working with. Ten, 10, yeah. 10 days works like a very narrow time period. So we've got uh, nine years and 355 days <laughs> before this. And then we've got the after and we've got what takes him to being the crazy old hermit in the desert. Like, we've got that piece, too. Um, I think if you're going to tell stories like this, this is the, this is this. If you're going to continue in the Skywalker storyline, right, in the Skywalker saga, this is the kind of story you have to tell. And both both Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen have expressed interest in continuing to work with these characters. That's why I mentioned at the beginning, like something like book of Boba Fett and Mandalorian, because you could very easily have like an Obi-Wan season two, or maybe you get a little bit of Obi-Wan, you get a little bit of, you know, Reva, like you get some of that, some of that stuff. Maybe we see what, what happens to her. You see what happens to the path. Like you, maybe Quinlan Voss shows up and then you have Vader, Mm-hmm. so i i would see that as like the book of boba fett that now you have this other story about vader and that's where you can bring in dr afra there's, and there's, kind of do those those stories and bring the bring those from the comic books in onto the onto the live page we have so much we are really really lucky in the fact that there's <laughs> so much going on in this universe now and we said it before i'll, I'll say it again we're we are f- so far past the new novel every three months, yeah. you know, stage of, of the fandom. I mean, this is the trade-off of, you know, losing legends. Um, it, it hurt. Like it sucked. <laughs> I said before, before we wrap up happily, I do have one more gripe yeah. slash question that I couldn't figure. I, so I, I went looking and for some reason it is really difficult to find like without me going back, pulling out all of my comics and rereading through, all of them to find like where this storyline was out. But there is a storyline in the comics where Vader is left on a planet with no suit, no mechanic, nothing. It's just him and his bloody fucking stumps. And he has to piece himself back together and survive without the force. And he's told if he uses the force, he will be killed by the emperor. And he does it. Mm. And I want to know where in the fucking timeline is this because in that I, I meant to bring this up during the the battle between obi-wan and invader because he like 
takes away his respirator and he's like well guess that's the end of this show and just fucking collapses and that's it and you're like wait like i I, i'm just like scratching my head i'm like hold on so you're telling me that fucking palpatine drops his ass off on a planet with with nothing nothing says use the force and die figure it out bro and he figures it out and survives and it it kills everything and you know it's, it's successful like if that happened before this battle Oh, like I, I'm just like this was bullshit. <laughs> there, there's no, there's no way. So I'm, I cannot figure out in the timeline where it is. But my God, when I when I looked up like the official timeline, like the Vader comic book happens before this show, and I'm like, please, please no, because I feel like that would 100% break canon. Is yeah. if he can be dropped off on a planet and survive with nothing, but goes down. Like just for just for like having his having his uh, helmet like yeah he goes down from an asthma attack you're like wait really like that was it and i so part of part of that the justification of like hey the you were my brother like bled over into that a little bit because it's the only way i can still enjoy that part without being able to find i i I, like paused it my wife is like what are you what are you doing i was like i have to find this (laughs) and after like five minutes i was like i i can't i i can't find it and i don't have the time or energy to go dig through the closet to read all my comics again Uh, but I don't know. Somebody at us, tell us like what what issue is this that I'm talking about? I, I'm still gonna try and find it, but man, like that, I was just like, please, please tell me this was in that nine years after, because that otherwise it just doesn't make it doesn't make sense. Like, well, but that's that's the only other the only other gripe that I that I have. Yay, the Force and Obi and Qui Gon and Obi Wan. I feel and like I we- hope we see I hope we see Doctor Afra. <laughs> We leave this in a good place. I'm not not the best place, not the worst place. I, I'm happy that we got this, right? Yeah. I, I would be happy with more. I mean, I certainly am not going to turn down more Star Wars, but my... Yeah, my yeah goal, the firm position of this podcast is most Star Wars, more better. More better. <laughs> um, I, I'm glad that we got this story. I think it adds to the lore. I think it adds to the overall canon of Star Wars. Um. I, I will say, moving forward, I think I am now firmly of the opinion that we need to move away from the Star the Skywalker storyline. Um, oh yeah, we I need... I am stoked for Acolyte. I think that will be like that's what I'm holding up as like my that the one be... the one that I think could be the the turning point into a into a greater universe. You I might think, say. I think it could be. Is Andor still going to be? Uh, Andor yeah. still in the same the same vein? Like it's still leading us to the same spot. Going to be like, like Ahsoka. Yeah, it's still leading us to the same spot. Like, don't get me wrong. Super excited for Ahsoka. Super excited for Thrawn, Ezra, for all the oh, all the homies so. to come back. Um, because I think I, I think introducing Thrawn and Ezra can easily easily take us into all of the chiss ascendancy stuff and that is well outside of the star wars or the star the skywalker stag saga so we i think that say, is a cool off-ramp yeah. and we i think acolyte could be. we just we need to get away from skywalkers we need to care yeah. about new characters give us like That's- five years 
and I, the, this is a conversation that I, I've had a, a couple of times this week. Yeah, give us give us new characters and give us time to care. Stop workshopping it to death and going, well, no one's going to care if they don't. Like, give them a chance to care. Like, give. I, 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 was, I would almost be okay if they if Disney just like released a show and they were like it had no like they announced no connection. It wasn't like this is a Star Wars story. This is a whatever. It's they a- announced no connection. They're just like, hey, we're going to bring out this new show. Um, it's going to be cool. You should watch it. And then when you watch it, you're like, wait, this is kind of sci-fi-ish. Wait, wait. And like three episodes in, like you, like you figure plot. out that it's a, yeah. it's a Star Wars show. And you're like, the fuck? But you've given a chance to connect with the characters and enjoy the characters for who they are. And maybe it works, maybe it doesn't. But let it, let it happen. Like, don't, don't just go, well... Um, the focus group said that they didn't identify with the character because they didn't already know who they were. Stop making remakes. I keep seeing like this. People are tired of Disney's wokeness and that's why Lightyear is not doing good. Says uh source on Fox entertainment news channel. Mm. Um, or whatever, you know, whatever it is. I'm like maybe it's not the wokeness. Maybe it's just uh people don't fucking want to see the same thing over and over. Like I, I don't honestly, when I saw that Lightyear was coming, I was like, I don't give a shit. Like I don't, I don't care about seeing the movie that inspired the toy from an in universe. I don't care. I like, want to care. About it may that. be great, like, I just don't. but maybe it's just not a good, maybe it's just not a good movie. Stop remaking shit. Like make, make new stories. It's okay. And it's okay. If people don't like some of the characters, I think that's why stuff like the boys and you know, why mm-hmm. the last man or I mean, shit. I'm so sad that got canceled. I know. Like, oh my God. Well, such a good show. Anyway, yeah, give us a chance to care about characters. Give us a chance to 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 be intellectually, you know, attached and emotionally attached. Right. Some of us won't get there. We we never will. I I really think they could do it with. uh, They could have done it in the universe, TV universe, if they hadn't done all the books for Golden Age of the Republic and just like released a show. Yeah. That was that. You had no clue whatsoever for probably half a season like but it would have been great i i i'm getting more into an old republic i just finished you know the the second thrawn book so i'm diving into Hmm. about to dive into another old republic um novel and i'm i'm excited the golden age yes okay sorry i've got i've got to finish a darker shade of magic still i'm i'm reading it very slowly before i dive back in i'm equally as excited snark to get out of, of both oh yeah marvel and get Star away Wars. from disney i, I and go I, to the yeah go to the uh, the mockery i guess the uh, the parody of disney and star wars and marvel and <laughs> i'm i'm i mean i'm so so very excited the fact that we have 8 weeks i think we have, I'm, I think we have nine. i'm so sad we didn't already do season 2 because Ooh, i am dying to three. see season 3 <laughs> like i keep seeing news stories about season 3 of the boys and i'm like <sighs> Twitter to watch really season two to... again first. <laughs> Twitter really wants me to watch season three of the boys, but I I, I, have I, to I want to watch season three of the boys. I'm debating watching it anyway, and then we go back and like uh, by that time I'll have forgotten it, and then we go back and we can record about it. But I just want to see it. <laughs> I'm I'm stoked. I am I am ready to not be beholden to a specific day to record on. I'm excited to have something that is different. I mean, it is irreverent. It is dark. It is definitely dark. Um, but I'm ready to find oh, out. Yeah. Homelander and Billy Butcher. 
and Wee Huey, and I, I'm just I'm ready for something. A little really, bit. I'm excited for you what? to find out what happens with Aquaman or whatever. What's his name? The uh, what's his C, the fish. C dude? Um, <laughs> I don't even remember. I don't. Uh, but I, I am, I am very, I am very excited. I think you're going to have a whale of a good time. I've, I've heard jokes about this whale on the internet, so I'm excited to see. <laughs> To see, Look, what, we, see what that references. We will be back next week with season two, episode one of The Boys. And to put uh, it irreverently, in your ear holes again. We will All be, up in the ear holes. Um, thank you guys so much <laughs> for going on this journey with us for Kenobi. It, it was an absolute pleasure. Um, I think we all learned more about the universe. I think we we got to see a really cool show. And that's what matters. Um, and we got to do it together which is always a treasure which is the point of this yes that is <laughs> that's that the is. point of what we're doing here but we will be back with you in a week um if the good lord's willing and the creek doesn't rise this this uh podcast even if the creek does rise like i'm not in a flood zone so we're yeah. good i am so i'm mm. well, but, well uh, you just record on the second floor <laughs> well we, we'll let <laughs> me we'll let the snark take us out as he always does may the force be with you We'll talk to you guys next week.